0: Showtime
1: folks, enjoy the show! Hello and welcome to jolly old England in our flat here at 221B Baker Street and back to Saturday Matinee Theater brought to you by your friends at the Long Box Crusade. I'm your host, Jared Albrecht, the Yard Sale Artist, and joining me as always is the Watson to my Sherlock, Mr. Pat Sampson, aka DJ Cristados. How are we feeling today, Dr. Cristados?
2: I'm doing all right. I'm kind of, my stomach kind of hurts from this lobster and tomato. Oh,
1: you've been eating too much lobster and tomato. Yes. Did you have a brandy with it or the case? Is oh. locked, right. The case is locked.
2: Uh, maybe that'll help me. Maybe I'll go try to get, uh, get that.
0: The Delvin's got the
2: key. So he'll let you know if you can have some.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're starting early. <laughs> We're like one minute in, already asking Brandon. (laughs) We'll we'll put a hold on that. I got a tummy
3: (laughs)
1: ache. I got the shakes. Let's just at least get through our intros first, okay? Also Um, joining me is the Mycroft of my Sherlock, my older, wiser brother, Jason the Weasel Skull. Albrick, and how are we doing today? Jason.
4: I'm doing just fine. I don't know what Pat's complaining about. That lobster was only in the fridge for like three weeks. It should still be
1: good. (laughs) Tastes a little funky. (laughs) I'm sure it'll
4: be fun. He's always complaining about something. But I am excited because we have one third more Albrick
1: today. We do, we do. We'll get to that momentarily, but let's check in with our favorite constable Delvin, the Dark Web Wilkins. How do you do, Bobby Wilkins?
0: I'm all right, but it's sometimes difficult being with you guys. It's like a trip to the moon on an umbrella, to be honest with you.
1: <laughs> well, you make it sound simple. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, well played,
1: sir. And as my older, wiser brother just told you, we have 33% more. Th- is that the right percent? I don't want to do the percentage. <laughs> <laughs> we have more Ulbrich on this show. We have a guest. We have my nephew and son of the Weasel Skull, Mr. Drake Albrick. Welcome to the show, Drake. Glad to be here. I guess
3: I'm like kind of the uh, street urchins that Sherlock Holmes hires, you know? Oh, you're one of the, uh,
4: the uh, regulars. You're one of the regulars. Being a regular, you might want pepto
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, now we've got our initial introductions out of the way. Drake, we usually have our guests answer two questions when they make their first appearance on the show. Today, I'm going to have you answer three. There's going to be a curveball that you're not prepared for. Ooh. We'll get it out of the way early. Should Delvin give Pat the key to the brandy cabinet? Oh, these are tough decisions out of the gate I know, picking favorites already It's up to you, man It's like like a choose-your-own-adventure Where Pat gets stupid drunk by the end if you say yes It's not only me
4: I mean, he will, he'll also get high off the pipes So
3: the only reason I'm here. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna go ahead and say sure.
1: Oh boy,. God, <laughs> Good, Good one, up. Drake. Good Got
4: one, one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God, the brave. Oh goodness. All right. well, while Pat goes and does that, you can answer the two other questions you help us up Pat, really? From the from the what? bottle, pour it into the
0: cup, t- I got a tummy in. His lips
1: all over it, too, man. It's like, oh, that's his tongue on the... Oh. This, this bottle will just be mine. Yeah, that's your bottle. Yeah, that's your bottle now, man. Put the other bottle... De- oh, that, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's two bottles
2: he put his tongue on. Because <laughs> Sean's going to get the other one.
1: Okay, I put more than my tongue on it.
2: Right? <laughs> anyway,
1: Drake, two questions. What is your first memory of Sherlock Holmes? And then once you're done with that, tell us what your favorite iteration of Holmes is. I guess my first memory would be the Robert Downey Jr. movies. He's young,
3: folks.
2: <laughs> I am I am young. Obviously, your dad didn't teach you anything. Is
1: that also your favorite iteration? Or have you... Oh, him? no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's not that young.
4: <laughs> now, this is where his dad's influence comes in. Go for it, Drake.
3: The Sherlock Show. Decent. BBC. Definitely.
4: I can think of one other you turned me on to in the world of animation
3: is kind of along the Sherlock Holmes theme I mean Detective Conan yeah what is this that what you speak Whew, it's a show that's been going on since 1996 almost over a thousand episodes and I've watched them all oh mm-hmm.
1: tell me more it's an anime is it Conan as a
3: detective it's not the barbarian
2: oh as in sir <laughs>
3: that was Conan? my first question
2: <laughs> I was thinking of like Conan the barbarian and the cape man lawyer meetup. up uh, <laughs> just key rock your honor just key rock <laughs> Essentially,
3: the premise is there's a world-famous detective, his name is Kudo Shinichi. During a date with his girlfriend, he sees a conspiracy happening and decides to go investigate, but gets ambushed, and typical anime fashion, he uh, devolves, I guess, into a first grader. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. It's the mind of the super genius within him.
1: Well, all right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sorry. I can't give a lot more than that. <laughs> well, this is the insights that people subscribe for on the show. So uh, check out some weird ass anime cartoons. <laughs> 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 uh, it actually sounds interesting. But it's loosely based on Holmes in some way, I guess. He's a detective type. Yes, he goes by the name Conan because,
3: in the spur of a moment, he thought of Conan Doyle.
1: All right,
4: It's this little, like, first grader that goes around solving all these mysteries and stuff.
1: Is he solving first grade mysteries? or like No, he's, it's like murder. There's, oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, like a Sherlock Holmes mystery, but like a first grader comes in and takes charge and starts to people around. Well, there you have it, folks. Maybe a bit of Holmes-related material that you were unaware of. What's the name of the show again, Drake?
3: Detective Conan.
1: Love it. Well, with that, let's talk a little bit more about Saturday Matinee Theater and what we do here. We'll leave that up to, what, one one and a half, two sheets to the wind, Pat Sampson. <laughs>
2: Bring it, Pat. All right, let me put my bottle down here. Chlorine okay. right. bottles. bottles. The other one, I'm done with it. Hold on. Here we go. Saturday Matinee Theater is a retro review, sometimes indexed show brought to you by the Longbox Crusade, where we'll be taking you back to the past with some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realm of television, movie serials, or films. Basically, if it's vintage and it's kind of forgotten, we're going to dig it up. We've got some plans for down the road, but for the first stretch of Saturday Matinee Theater, we'll be covering all 39 episodes of the 1954 television series. Sherlock Holmes, with some sprinkle of other fun tossed in from time to time. 1954 Sherlock Holmes was produced by Sheldon Reynolds. It starred Ronald Howard as Sherlock Holmes and H. Marion Crawford as Dr. Watson. So take off your deerstalker cap, light your pipe, get cozy by the fireplace, and let the soothing violin music of Mr. Sherlock Holmes whisk you away into the past. But don't forget to stroke the lion.
1: Pat, we've never really discussed this before, but your violin playing is on point. But the backup piano that
0: you hear in the background, that's actually uh, Jason.
1: Not a lot of people know that. I can
0: tickle the ivory. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know that. Like, when he said he was tickling the ivory, I took it a totally different direction. Yeah, I was always like, why
1: does he always have to do that at this point
0: in the show? And why does he go to the bathroom when he does it? I'm also
1: playing the piano. (laughs) Well, that's where the piano's in the bathroom. (laughs) It's just 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 something we do. Oh, we've got a guest tonight. So speaking of our guest, Drake, do you play any musical instruments? I played the cello in fourth grade. Cello, you say? Cello it is. Well, let's hear some cello then. since fourth grade
0: yes wow that's those are, got... i mean jason told us about some expensive lessons gave you, but yeah dude.
4: those lessons have paid off man and they really did man
0: i wish so it them...
1: all led up to this moment <laughs> you should probably pursue that man you're pretty good thank you no, no thank you oh man well, with that delvin give us a rundown
0: man man i'm recovering still Just so inspired Whew. all right here we go Episode 16 was titled The Case of the Greystone Inscription. Original air date is 31 January, 1955. If you weren't in the military, it's January 31st, 1955. The director is Steve Previn, the writer, Gertrude and George Fass, with guest stars, Archie Duncan as Thomas Greystone. Is that right? That's correct. That's
1: correct, yeah. Oh, I knew that, I, I
0: knew that was him. That
1: was him. Oh. <laughs> Surprise, everybody!
0: Surprise! Oh. I knew it was him. I, I'm so dumb. Uh, <laughs> Martina Maine. As Millicent Channing, E. Micklewood as Walter Greystone, and Tony Wright as John Cartwright. As a reminder, all 39 episodes are available on YouTube. We highly encourage you to watch this episode before proceeding with this podcast because not only is it just more fun that way, but Jared is about to give a synopsis about this episode, and then we're going to discuss it. So there probably are some spoilers coming your way. So again, if you haven't watched this episode, we recommend you pause here, go check it out on YouTube. And then come back to join our discussion. And at only twenty six minutes per episode, it's not a big time demand for those of you who are about to do the right thing and watch along with us. Don't forget to comment about it on Twitter using the hashtag I'm following homes. We'd love to hear your insights as well.
1: hashtag I'm following homes. hashtag I'm
2: following homes.
3: hashtag Following homes. hashtag Following homes. Oh, close! It was close, but no cigar. <laughs>
2: That's what I said. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just but, but, but I've been
1: drinking. Oh my gosh. See, <laughs> I told you it's gonna Hashtag I'm following homes. Hashtag I'm following homes. Good job. Don't ever follow Pat. Just follow Pat. Okay. <laughs> right.
0: That way leads to drunken nights and violin. But anyway. And with that, let's turn it over to Jared for the episode summary. Here we go.
1: Our episode begins at 221B Baker Street, where Holmes and Watson are having a roommate's quarrel that can only be resolved with fresh seafood. Millicent Channing arrives at the flat, seeking the help of the lads. She brings two mysteries. The first mystery is why anyone would ever name their daughter Millicent, and the second is that her fiancé, John Cartwright, has gone missing. Since everything is coming in twos in this episode, we get not one, but two flashbacks, as Miss Channing tells Holmes that her would-be husband has made an exciting discovery in the truly tantalizing world of 14th century. British history, and he pursues his lead to Greystone Castle in Scotland, and subsequently was never heard from again. Millicent also tells Holmes that she visited the castle herself only to be charged two shillings for her efforts and was lied to by the father-son duo of Thomas and Walter Greystone who claim they had never seen the missing Cartwright. But she found John's handwritten notes in the garden on her way off the castle ground so she knows the Greystones are up to something. A quick trip to the missing fiancé's flat leads the boys to a poem that Cartwright had discovered, and it reveals the location of some old hidden treasure belonging to the royal family, and you guessed it, it's hidden in Greystone Castle. So it's off to Scotland where Holmes does yet another B&E, only discover that John is being held captive, and the two destitute Greystones will stop at nothing, including holding Holmes, Watson, and Millicent at gunpoint, to discover the treasure hidden in their castle. Since everything in this episode comes in twos, can Holmes solve the mysterious poem that leads to the treasure? And if so, can Holmes solve the mysterious poem again that leads them out of a trap? And will the royal family finally get the luxurious riches that they don't even know that they're missing? Tune in and find out.
0: Well, if Watson has anything to say about it, they will. I mean, you have to be rich if you're missing riches and you're still rich.
1: They don't even know that they're missing, but Watson and Holmes are hellbent on making sure that they return. returned. <laughs> These two poor guys in Greystone Castle can't suck it.
0: <laughs> We got to make people
1: richer. But anyways, let's get into our highs and lows. So give us a high or a low, your choice. Our guest, my nephew, Dr. Drake. This is my
3: first episode with the 1954 Sherlock. I very much enjoyed Sherlock's character. There was a lot of neat things that he did. I could give examples. I don't know if that's much of a spoiler. Give us an example. At the very end, he got the letter of congratulations from the queen. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, that's
0: too much. That's too much.
3: Yes. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I can't believe they actually got the queen, though. I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, but the letter of congratulations was not pristine in any way. It was all bent and <laughs> folded. In his pocket.
1: Yeah, right. He didn't care. Good point. That is very Holmes character-esque. How about you, Uncle Jason? Wait, no, you're not the uncle. I'm the uncle. <laughs> you're it. the uncle. Yeah.
4: How about you, Brother Jason? Uh <laughs> <laughs> what kind of high and low do you have? I enjoyed the opening. I like the passive aggressive Watson. <laughs> He's not talking to Holmes and he'd just be a total emo until lobster and tomatoes
0: and everything's okay. I enjoyed that opening. I thought it was quite humorous. He always caves. I mean, he caved in like 0.2 seconds to Holmes. I know he does, man. I was like,
4: oh, I can't stay mad at you, Holmes. <laughs> that looks delicious. <laughs> I'll tell you, if you laid out a trail, of lobster like that, I'd forgive you too. You can shoot <laughs> holes.
0: Oh, what sayeth you, Bobby Wilkins? I'm gonna stay along the same lines. I really did like that early banter with Holmes and Watson, and it kinda just made me smile because this is I have no idea how many episodes of the series I watched at this point, but I do enjoy their chemistry. I don't know if they had ever worked or started anything together before, but if they have or even if they haven't, they work really well together and I enjoy seeing them interact with each other.
1: What do you think, Pat? You got a higher or low for tonight?
2: I'm gonna go with Flashbacks, not one but two, <laughs>
1: double <laughs> dose of flashbacks. Uh, Is that a high or a low for you?
2: Well, you know, the camera start panning in on her face, and <laughs> you yes. heard her say, "Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm like,
1: like oh, oh no." Same thing, man. So but it wasn't a that bad. Slow zoom in. I was like, yeah. "Oh crap!"
4: <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was the same way. But I'm with you, bad. I mean, for some it for a reason, it didn't bother me as much this time. No, because they, it, they it, broke It, it up made
2: up, sense. And yeah. they broke
1: it up. They did two shorter ones. Mm-hmm. So you didn't get like 10, 15 straight. Like Shoeless Engineer was like 45 minutes of flashback yeah. six-minute show.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I kind of enjoyed the flashback. It helped with the story. Drake, what's another high or low for you?
3: To do a low, I would say that I can understand where the villains might be blinded by greed a little bit, but they were a little too blind. They walk into that little trap room and they don't notice any skeletons on the ground.
2: <laughs>
4: yes, you know, I had a question About that, too. Who are the two dead guys?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Some people who came awfully close to finding that treasure. I mean, they found it, but they couldn't get out.
4: They died rich men. Yeah, they did. Dude, I think your house is haunted. you think, Jason? Hi, hello. As I was watching the show, I wrote down here and I wrote it for posterity for this very moment. I wrote, Greystone kills John because he wants to keep the discovery to himself. And I wrote that because we were about five minutes into the show and I was like, I think I figured this mystery out. Because I noticed the last couple ones have been pretty self evident. Didn't have to work very hard to solve the mystery. And except for the fact that he didn't kill John, that's pretty much how it panned out. I would like my Sherlock Holmes to be a little more mysterious in the plot. That's my low.
1: I just thought this one was more about him solving the poem than it was in a yeah. mystery. That was more about...
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
4: I'll give you that. I think the solving the poem and the treasure hunt aspect of it saved it a bit for me. But again, I'm like, if you're setting up a mystery, let's have a little mystery.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what the flashbacks are for.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Although I think Mr. Connery would be pretty upset that those two Scottish lads gave up rather easily. (laughs) There's one lion right there. Why don't you just touch his nose and see what happens before you give up More. the treasure in your shotgun?
0: Yeah, I mean, Holmes was like, well, yeah, I was like, we're going to shoot you. Like, okay, I'm the only one who knows how to get out. Okay, we'll give you all the treasure. Like,
1: Damn. Yeah, I guess i have a cut to be a villain because I was like, if I was the villain, the Greystones, I would have been like, hey, you show us the way out or I'll shoot you. And he'd have been like, I'm the only one who knows how to get out of here. Those are terrible Holmes. Then I'd be like, okay, and then I'd blow away either Watson or the girl and go, you you want to watch somebody else die or you want to show us how to get out of here?
4: Oh, I want to take it out his knee and say, dude, I was about to say that. Guess yeah. what you still know.
0: <laughs> now God. you can either hobble out of here or crawl out of here because I'm going to shoot you again. Your mouth still works, right? Your knee doesn't have to.
4: as I don't shoot you in the head,
1: so we can do this all night. What we've you know really what learned I, you here know what? is I'm more murderous than the rest of you. Yeah, I,
2: I, don't, I don't think I'm going to go into those escape rooms with you guys. <laughs> You're definitely not doing that
1: i'm getting land. out that's all i'm saying i'm getting I, out yeah i'm gonna get out if i gotta kill me a watson or an innocent girl to do it i've said too much on this program <laughs> 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 she's gonna show up in my court case at some point
2: <laughs> I'm definitely gonna to tell
0: you, Jared, uh, you may want to find a safe house <laughs> <Lilo>. <laughs> oh your honor i'd like to
1: enter into evidence exhibit b episode of saturday Night Man- <laughs> <laughs> theater
4: <laughs> Son the of case us. of the Greystone inscription. And to.
2: to listen to all the other episodes, too, as well, you want to take your time and enjoy them.
1: I just I think <laughs> that's going to save me at the arraignment. He's like, if you like those recordings, also check out our other show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I'm buying I'm no- your time. I'm buying your
0: time.
1: <laughs> Do y'all like James Bond? We got one of those,
3: too. Those,
0: <laughs> too.
1: I've lost where we are the rotation. I don't remember who's higher.
0: Uh, Delvin or Pat's gotta go. What are those two. It's me. It was good/slash bad. Thomas Greystone and his son kind of joined Spotted, Grayson, and Durbin because they were all dicks. <laughs> <laughs> From the start, like, man, I don't like either one of you. So it was very well played. They were good bad guys because I didn't like them at all. So
1: <laughs> he charged that girl two shillings. <laughs> two shillings. You have to do it all the way there.
3: Didn't even offer her a ride home. <laughs> no. She had to walk.
0: And she took the equivalent of Uber. <laughs> which was the horse, is not coming back anytime soon.
2: And that guy just leaves her there, too. All right. See you later.
1: He tells her, like, it's a warning, like, I wouldn't be here if I were you, but peace out.
0: (laughs) Thanks for the money. I mean, he did warn her, though. Like, yeah, these guys are a bunch of weirdos. You might not want to be here. And she was still like, oh, don't worry. (laughs) That was well
4: awesome. at least she was better than that one fiance that was like, oh, it's I'm just a girl. I don't know when that next room. She was at least going to find her man. True. I would not have married that other girl. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> sure you Warren, would Jason. I was in the Who next room.
2: She <laughs> baby. You, you, gonna gonna nothing?
1: you gonna believe she's no good for you, or you're just gonna let me talk you into marrying her? <laughs>
4: <laughs> that was her brother in that one. Now we're going back back a couple
1: episodes. Yes, that was her brother. And it was her fiance who said, No, baby, that's not your own yeah. brother's voice
4: you hear. <laughs> who you gonna believe me or your own ears? And she was like,
1: Oh word. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Pat, bring us home with a higher low, my friend.
2: All right. I'm going to save a sneaky Holmes just because no one's home or they're at least watching from a window up above or whatever, and he can't tell that. He's going to just go ahead and find a window that's open and sneak right into it. That's right. Holmes has done a lot of B&Es on the show. He got caught.
4: That is true. He <laughs> does bring up a point.
0: Well, well he and, got his friends in. And it's pretty hard to not get caught if you're carrying a big freaking <laughs> candle- candelabra. <laughs> yeah, a <laughs> candelabra, you know? <laughs> Not too much sneaking around could happen back then.
2: They actually probably got caught just walking up to the door. They were watching him out the window, so they knew yeah. they were there the whole time. I still think it was pretty sneaky of him. At least in his mind, he thought he was sneaking. He tried. Yeah. Well, does anyone else
0: have any more burning thoughts on this episode? I have one that I well, thought was kind of funny, at least. Like, what <laughs> was up with Watson's mustache?
2: Oh, I, I noticed that, too. To
0: what did I miss? <laughs> there were a couple of times one half of his mustache was okay, and the other uh-huh. was like, wee. <laughs> I, mean, I, I didn't notice. I, I, I noticed, noticed it, it too.
2: Either. It was like falling off or something.
0: Yeah, I was like, is that a fake mustache? That's what I thought. I was <laughs> offended because, I, I mean, we have complimented this man on his very pimp mustache. <laughs> he had, you know, A-plus mustache game and I think it's fake. I think Watson's a phony.
1: No.
2: I know It's all a rouge.
0: No, <laughs> it no. It can't be. I don't know. I, I noticed it right after the commercial break. One part of his mustache was like, I don't know, it had its own personality or something, or maybe it was a guest star in the show, something. (laughs) Hello. Uh,
1: Eugene Deckers as Watson's mustache.
0: Mustache. (laughs)
1: Harry Crocker's mustache. I didn't notice. I have to go back and look at that now.
4: I got to stick up for my boy Watson, though. The one thing I did like, he kind of compliments Holmes when Holmes has to reference him about the historical stuff about King mm-hmm. Richard. I like how he just has that knowledge and he helps out. He, he isn't just kind of a buffoon. So no, no, no. I'll, I'll try to throw him a little lifeline, him and his mustache, a little <laughs> lifeline here.
3: Was there any explanation as to why that riddle existed?
1: Treasure location. How it gives us an episode. Don't ask questions. He was trying to
3: return the treasure. <laughs>
1: they were old, Drake. Old people <laughs> were bored.
4: Have why couldn't he just say treasures in this uh, room in
3: my house?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Word. <laughs> I really liked the uh, Lestrade. When I knew it was him, I'm like, oh, man, that Archie, he's got a...
0: Oh, apparently tricked Delvin. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, I'm so ashamed.
2: He couldn't fool me with that accent. Come on. Mm-hmm.
1: They did all right at the beginning because he didn't say anything.
2: Yeah. They but once he start once he talked, I knew it was him. I'm like, oh, oh that's him.
1: He tried that. to put on that fake Scottish <laughs> accent, too you I've two shillings, lassie. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, is Lestrade like setting up a sting and I was like, oh wait, he's playing a whole other character. I thought the same thing too. I was like, that's Lestrade? Uh,
2: that's that's kind of interesting though that, you know, because of his character as Lestrade that he's actually playing somebody else. Maybe they said, "Hey, we need somebody to play this guy. Can you do it?" Yeah, I don't know, I'm just hanging out here anyway, so.
1: Yeah, they have a bit of fun, I imagine. Yeah. And speaking of fun, let's Let's get into the fun facts with Jared. That's how segues are supposed to work. <laughs>
2: Speaking about segways at work, Jared, go ahead and give us some fun facts. Thanks, Pat.
1: All right. This episode takes many similar themes from a Doyle story called the Musgrave Ritual. And if memory serves me correct, the Musgrave Ritual is an oddity in the Holmes canon because I believe the majority of the story is told from Holmes's point of view instead of the usual Watson's. So that's just a little bit of Holmes deep dive for you tonight. My other fun fact is about Martina Main, who played Millicent. She has an interesting, interesting career, has done a lot of different things. She was born in Germany by Austrian parents and fled Germany to England as World War II ramped up. She worked for the BBC doing radio plays and television. And she was also an art therapist and poet who did the first translations from German to English of the works of the German poet, Paula Ludwig. She also did voiceover work for erotic films.
0: So there you have it, Martina oh, Maine.
1: Oh,
2: oh. <laughs>
0: What what is what vo- you know what is voiceover work for erotic <laughs> like she, well you
1: you know what let's not go in. <laughs> i'll explain it yeah. to you afterwards Keep going
2: is, is that something I, maybe i could get into
1: <laughs> oh i'm into it
2: <laughs> I, I, mean, I got a good voice
1: uh yeah you do let's let's see if we can't get pat some voiceover work in erotic films
2: hey it pays the bills yeah <laughs>
1: I was dying because I'm reading it like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Flood World War II, BBC, radio,
0: TV, poetry, voiceover work, and erotic films. Okay. That said, You got to pay bills. Sometimes that liberal arts degree doesn't do it, Jared. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so let that be a lesson to all our listeners. Go to that. What is it? STEM? Science, technology, engineering, and math, or whatever. Or else you're going to be
4: doing voiceovers in erotic films.
1: And poetry. Oh, the lessons we teach here. Well, gentlemen, let's go ahead and get our pipes. I don't know if Pat's going to be really a threat to that. He seems numb to everything at this point. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's content or if he's doing tryouts for erotic film.
2: (laughs) It's a little bit of both right there. A little bit of both. That way I can refer, just as we refer people, you know, for your court, I can refer people, oh, you want to hear my erotic uh, film voiceover edition? Just listen to episode 17. Mmm.
1: And speaking of...
4: This episode's going to contain a lot.
1: The way our scale works here is on a one-to-five scale. One means you didn't like this episode. Two, you thought it was just okay. And three, you thought it was good. And four, you thought it was very good. And five, you loved it. So, our guest, Mr. Drake, what do you think? One to five. How many pipes are you going to give it? I'm going to give it three from the very first Sherlock. All right. That is fair enough. I wouldn't argue with that.
2: Drake, are you going to do it Anything with those other two?
0: Yeah, don't, don't, n- give those pipes, don't give him those pipes. any pipes.
2: Come on, Drake.
0: <laughs> no. you, you've already given them at Brandy. Don't give him any end of pipes.
3: I mean, there's a this is school down the street. Come
2: on, help your the Uncle Cristato out.
0: <laughs> we only have one bathroom
4: in 221 B Baker Street Studios. He's already had three-week lobster, poured a Brandy, and now you're going to give him some pipes. Things aren't going to end up well. <laughs>
1: Typical uh, London breakfast. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: Jason, how many pipes are you giving this thing?
4: I'll go ahead and be generous and give this one four. I gave away my low. I thought the mystery was a little pedestrian, but I did like the energy. I like the movement. I liked the Scottish castle. I liked chemistry between Holmes and Watson. There was a lot to like in this one, so I'll
1: give it a four.
0: Delvin, Dark Web Wilkins, what do you think? I agree with Jason. I'm going to give it a four or five. It was a slow burner, but it was good. I was leaning towards three, but I was like, it's better than average, so I'm going to bump it to a four. Mainly because I didn't like the graystones, but like in a good way. And I wish that it had a little bit more action. You know, they were pulling out the guns. They were threatening some, you know, pew-pew, but, you know, it didn't happen. You know, no pew-pew, so it was still very good. So I give it a four.
1: Patrick, Pat, hey, focus, focus.
2: <laughs> uh, Jason, you're gonna finish the one up there in delvin Can I?
0: It's just sad now. <laughs> yeah, we gotta have an intervention. You're a shell of a man that you were,
1: man.
2: Uh, well, you know, this just traveling to 221B just gets me. You know.
1: Oh God, <laughs> it's Pat, we're all here because we love you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And I love you guys, too. So anybody going to (laughs) share? No. (laughs) Why
1: don't you share your pipe
0: ratings?
2: Uh, Oh, all right. I'm going to go with Jason and Delvin with everything they said. Took the words right out of my mouth. It's a very good episode. I enjoyed it. I thought the whole transitioning with the flashbacks were well played throughout it. It made sense what they did. And they had me with the treasure hunt there. That was really cool. I thought that was really good.
1: Yes, like the British version of Goonies. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But a very short version of it.
1: (laughs) I'm going to jump in on a four as well. I thought it was just above average. So I think that rounds us out on our pipes. Good job, everyone. Mm -hmm. And we'll just take it. Those pipes and I got them. Well, I I don't think Pat. He's he's moving uh, slow. He's had enough. He's
2: He's, "Ah." (laughs) 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 down, Pat. Down. (laughs) Little do you know that I have it hidden. There's a secret room somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Hidden ten steps
3: down a staircase. (laughs) I wrote a poem.
0: Oh boy.
2: I'll share hey, it with Jared, you guys later. Quick,
0: quick ad because it's funny and relates to some of the stuff we're saying. I thought at some point during the uh, show that we could have used Countdown Harry. Ten. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Eight.
1: You <laughs> counting <laughs> off paces? <laughs> yes. I love it. I love how our shows bleed over. <laughs> Countdown Harry. <laughs> We got the pipes put away, and someone go ahead and place a call to the Betty Ford (laughs) Clinic. And let's get into our mailbag. We've got some shares, likes, and retweets, and we greatly appreciate that to all the folks out there who do that. So let's find out who those folks are and if our guest, Mr. Drake, would kick us off. With Aaron Headmoss.
0: Uh, I need to talk to this guy, uh, Al. So I left my wallet with him. <laughs> I gotta get it. Got gotta get, get it. Just to get
1: it. Alan Middleton. Stone Cold Steve Austin Kikendall. I just made that joke up.
0: That's the bottom line. Ha <laughs> ha.
2: Speaking of being stone cold, we got Big Easy at 77. Bill Bear,
3: Barry, or Burr? Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> Hopefully it's not Bill Burr, because I think that name's already taken.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Chris at BTO and Bat Bucks. Gentlemen, let it roll, let it roll. Let it roll. down a highway. Let it roll,
4: roll, roll, roll. Me, 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 me. Nee, 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 nee.
0: I'm sorry, I'd, I, the reference was lost on me. I would have joined. <laughs> it, it was lost on me, too. I, 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 they had to tell me. It's because I'm young and cool. Like, like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Delvin secretly has like nine BTO albums now he's bought since he started the show.
4: He's a huge fan. Those guys Following were right. Tour. They really rock. Yeah, they're taking care of business. Oh, yes. God. Every day. Well, here's to you, Clinton Robinson. Cuckoo, ca
1: And his awesome podcast and blog, Coffee and Comics.
2: Dave Collins. The old ben 1, old man. Gene Hendricks.
1: Green
0: Lantern HG.
1: And then we have his alter ego, Hal Jordan. And our good buddy Ivan Chudley. I think Ivan stopped by for our doing it live stream, didn't he, Pat?
2: I believe so, yep.
1: Yeah, yeah nope, we're doing a, month, by. Uh, doing a once we're doing a once-a-month live stream now, folks, where you can come by and chat with us. And Ivan stopped by and said hello, along with Green Lantern HG and Big Easy77. Anyway, we had a lot of folks stop by, so Thanks, Ivan.
2: Speaking of stopping by, Ken Solo also stopped by, too, as well. Thanks, Ken.
3: Maria
1: Kotris.
4: Mark Pierce. <laughs> really proud of this next one. It's Mike Peacock. Mona Flow,
1: I'm a god.
3: Deal or Noel Deal. <laughs> At 1955, Noel. Good one, Pat. Couldn't have thought of that one myself. (laughs) (laughs) Peter
1: Michael Daly. Do you think Peter Michael Daly's related to Ryan Daly?
2: I don't know. Mr. Daly, please
0: let us know. Or maybe we can get Professor Frenzy to help us with that. Thanks, Professor. Rad Adventures. Thanks for listening, Rad. Renata
1: Capietters.
2: I'm going with Renata Capietters. And I'm going with Rosh Michaud. Thanks, Ross. Ruth Sutherland. She's
0: awesome. Brian Daly. Thanks, Ryan.
4: Secret Wars and Beyond Podcast. Tad
1: Wally. Not a lot of Wally. Just, <laughs> just a, a tad.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Tom Campbell. Mm-mm, good. <laughs>
3: I get this fun one. <laughs> Unpacking the power of power pack.
0: Valjon McLaughlin. Okay, somebody's just going random name generator again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that makes these up so it seems like there's more people.
2: <laughs> I don't I, these are actually real people.
1: Warlord Worlds. And Weird Science DC comics. Wow. <laughs> Science. Science. Oh, wow, wow, wow. that's the reference i do get
2: where's Sphinx from the black
3: magoo
1: <laughs>
3: xenozoic xenophiles beautiful
1: that's nice a- all right all right all right let's go into the mailbag for the comments I think delvin's got the bag hand me the bag please sir or don't?
0: I got it, uh, thanks. Wait, what not? Here, sorry, here you go, Daria uh, Hey, dude, I play along looking, with my stupid ass shenanigans. I was, through, I was looking through the comments. I was like, which one am I going to read that makes me sound the coolest? Oh,
1: well, I guess Drake will have first dibs. Going into my mailbag here. There's a comment. Would you read that one for us, Drake?
3: This one's from Secret Wars and Beyond Podcast. Wow, things have turned up a notch since the innocent days of threatening to call people silly heads. Did someone pass the pipe to Pat? Well, yes, we did. Several <laughs> times. You gave him the key to the brandy cabinet. I did. It's all my fault. You
4: started with this whole thing, man. You're an enabler.
3: Yes.
0: that's I am gone. the Moriarty. The <laughs> <laughs> alternate good answer would be, I learned it by watching you, Dad.
1: <laughs> I think I'm just old enough for that reference.
0: <laughs> oh, we hit, hit some good
1: ones tonight, then. We'll go back in this bag and get one out for Delvin.
0: There you go, bud. Okay, this one's from Green Lantern HG. You know, I-, I would say HG if we were in the States, but we're in London, so it's HG. HG, all right. H-G. Yes. No, everything is as it's supposed to be. I'm reading the statement. I mean, I'm saying this statement of my own free will. There's no gun pointed at we my- Run, Sean, it's a trap! <laughs> looks like Green Lantern HG was in trouble there I hope he got out of that trouble (laughs) let me get a comment from my brother Jason
4: there you go Ryan Daly says my favorite part was when Harry Crocker got out of the handcuffs (laughs) that's going
1: back a ways he's behind (laughs) (laughs) Pat Pat what Here, try what? to read this. Can you read this?
2: Uh, yes, it says, please, everybody, give me your pipes.
0: No, no. No, that's it's not, that's not, <laughs> not uh, an actual letter.
2: Somebody buy Pat a drink.
0: <laughs> no, no no one's buying <laughs> it's you a not, drink. It's not
1: an actual letter. <laughs>
2: uh, it will be next episode if somebody <laughs> writes that in the comments. Oh, Dutch, Sat, Dutch, Dutch, sat Pampson writes that. <laughs> 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 hey guys, that's a great episode. <laughs> Get you pets. should buy that Pat a drink and maybe provide him with a pipe or two. <laughs> if anybody wants to do that, go ahead. <laughs> the next That'll be the next comment challenge.
1: Speaking of comments, Pat, <laughs> just read your comments.
2: Pass the pipe to Pat.
1: Uh, <laughs> hashtag pass the pipe to Pat. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that was a
2: good one, oh, Pat. Good one, oh, pat. good one, Pat. Good one, Pat. All right. Let me see who I got here. Did you crunch the paper already?
1: Like half hour ago.
2: Okay. (laughs) Okay, cool. From David Collins. And Dave says, another great show, guys. One comment about the episode. I love it when you show something really obvious, like the housekeeper not knowing how to work the curtains that Holmes notices, then seeing how he puts the information to use. Great way out to involve the audience.
1: True enough. I'll grab one last comment out of this here. Mailbag. I've got one here from Professor Alan Middleton, who says, Wilkins! Yes! (laughs)
0: So there you have it. What more do you need? Once you have Wilkins, you don't need anything else.
1: You know what, Jason? Why don't you go ahead and uh, tap that lion and get us out of here? (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. So that's it for this episode of Saturday
4: Matinee Theater. If you'd like to hear more from us in the realm of comic books, check out The Longbox
2: Crusade. Pat, where can they find that? You can find The Longbox Crusade on the iTunes, the Google Play, or most podcatchers. Otherwise, you can look us up on the Wild Wild Web on www.longboxcrusade.com. You can find us on Twitter at Longbox Crusade, on Facebook at Longbox Crusade. And uh, we are now also on the Instagram at Longbox Crusade as well.
4: If you want to hear us on our track through all the James Bond films, check out on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast.
1: Jared, where can they find that? Well, Sean Connery sitting in for Jared tonight. I'd like to tell you, you can find that podcast on iTunes and Google Play and most podcatchers or www.secretpodcast.podbean.com, Twitter at OHMSpod. And I enjoy being here. You guys are good, lads. I'm going to take it easy tonight pour myself a little the brand. brand. No. Damn it, Pat! I oh, trusted uh, you! I trusted you! You know what? <laughs> if you bring I'm a th- knife, I'm bringing a gun. If you trust me <laughs> to the hospital, I'm sending you to the morgue. It's the Chicago way! It was my booze! My oh. booze! Alright, now your, your blood
4: pressure medicine, Mr. Connery, you take your blood pressure medicine and keep your pants zipped. We're still mm. getting complaints from the last episode.
2: Here, cover Nobody up with wants- this terry cloth <laughs> towel here. Put this onesie on. Don't You'll be all right.
4: Don't shoot. Don't shoot, don't shoot. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants You're to a see a your... dead man, Sheldon. You're a dead man. Shogun. All right. Mercy rules now in effect. If you'd like to chat with us online, we can be found at... Pat, where can they find
2: you? Well, I can be found on the Twitter at Christatos01. You can also find me on the Instagram as well, too, at Christatos01. I'm going
0: to find you where you sleep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Delvin, where the, can they find you?
0: See, you know, you take the pools away from Sean and he gets violent. You can find me, D E E underscore R A Y, one nine seven seven on Twitter. Jason,
4: you can find me at Weasel Skull on Twitter or at Jason Albrick on Facebook or Instagram.
0: Jared,
1: I can be found at Yard Sale Artist on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter. And you can find me anywhere that they serve fine spotted. Well done, laddie.
4: Well, it's been a particular honor, and I had a lot of fun with our special guest tonight, my son, Drake Albrecht. Thank you for joining us. We had a great time.
3: Thank you for having
4: me. And we'll see you all next episode. And that episode is The Case of the Laughing Mummy. The meetup location, 221B Baker Street. Hopefully, if we're not evicted by next week. (laughs) Could be the scene of a murder. (laughs) Samson! (laughs)